Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. Got a special episode of Kentucky Daily today, a bonus episode for you. So Peter Burns of the SEC Network has been on the Kentucky football hop train for a while now, well before Kentucky won 10 games in 2018. Uh, Peter has always been a big fan of Mark Stoops. He goes back to one of those moments at SEC Football Media Day where Mark Stoops was very upset that the program was not getting the respect that he thought that they deserved. And I think that ever since then, Peter's had a respect for Mark Stoops and this program and what they accomplished. And Chris Doring there on on SEC this morning, the two of them have been big-time supporters of Mark Stoops and the job that he's doing in Lexington. And now that you're seeing more success, uh, Peter come out this morning and put out his top five college football jobs at this time. And Kentucky was an honorable mention on that list. I think they were listed as 10th overall, if you count, uh, if you go the top five and then the five honorable mentions. So I reached out to Peter early this morning and said, hey, any chance you can hop on the show today? Uh, We we scheduled it, got him on for a 10-minute segment to talk just about that, to talk about Will Levis. Uh, Will Levis went on SEC this morning, Monday, and talked a number of topics following the win against Missouri. So we're going to talk about Levis. We're going to talk about this offense, the the running game being good again. I'm also going to ask him where Kentucky should be ranked right now because Peter feels like that this team is definitely worthy of being in the AP poll. He did not agree with the AP poll that was released on Sunday. I also want to ask Peter about Mark Stoops and what was it that turned this program around. Peter has been with the network since the day that it launched. That's around the time Mark Stoops started finding his footing in Lexington after a couple seasons there, around five or six years ago, this program really started to take off. So I want to know what was the one player, one hire, was it a collection of things that really took this program to another level? And then I also want to ask him, too, if Kentucky fans are buying into the hype that this team can win 10 games the way that I predicted it on this preseason uh, or in the preseason on this show, But I said nine because I thought they'd lose a game they shouldn't lose. But, I mean, nine and ten are there if they take care of business on the schedule and find something in the middle third. But if that happens, Mark Stoops is going to be a very popular candidate for big-time college football jobs moving forward. So I'm going to ask Peter, what would it take for Mark Stoops to leave Kentucky? Would he leave Kentucky now that he's nine to ten years into the program? So got a big-time interview coming for you here on the podcast today. As always, this show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub. Three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg, and London, Kentucky. If you cannot make it out to watch a UK football game, I highly recommend the Butcher's Pub. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. But let's go ahead and jump right into that interview with Peter Burns of the SEC Network. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
Peter, thanks for joining me. Sean, what's up, man? It's um, it's 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 good times. Not only is it uh, football season, weather's getting good, and damn if the cats don't look good through a couple of weeks, huh? <laughs> they they look really good right now, Peter. I know Kentucky fans are super excited, and uh, you put out a tweet this morning uh, listing your top five jobs in college football right now, and then you included Kentucky in the honorable mention list. Just explain uh, that a little bit, if you don't care. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at this and everyone thinks about, oh, you know, about Southern Cal, how great of a job is it in Texas is going on. And I'm like, you know what? A, a lot of people don't understand how good this gig is over in Lexington for a bevy of different reasons, right? Like when people ask me the question, is it a good job? I go, all right, A, do you have a fan base that cares? Kentucky has great fans, right? Um, do you have good facilities? We saw Kentucky upgrade them a couple of years ago. That was good. Do you have an athletic director that gets it right that, you know, he's secure enough to say, hey, listen, things may not be going well, but we have a plan and we're sticking to it. That's what Mitch Barnhart has done for Mark Stoops and allowed him to grow his program without having boosters come in and change everything. Do you have a good recruiting pipeline? Stoops has shown that he can do that. He can get players to the NFL. And do you have a great city? And I mean, between the, you know, the airport and when you hop out there in Lexington, every time I go there, you know, I fall in love with it even more like. All of these things, I'm like, man, don't sleep on how good of a job this this Kentucky job is. And I'm surprised not many more people um, don't don't recognize that. You had Will Levis, you and Doring did yesterday on your show. And how impressed how impressive is he, Peter? I mean, just <laughs> the things that he does and the way he speaks, there's just a confidence about him. Oh, I mean, when I grow up, I want to be Will Levis. I'm 42 years old and I don't have that amount of confidence, right? Because it's just it reminds me a lot of when I was interviewing Joe Burrow um, when he was down at LSU, like a guy that came in and, and said, hey, I, I need to go somewhere different to, to, to kind of jumpstart my career. And Burrow did it from Ohio State to LSU. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing that Levis has done, Penn State to Kentucky. And, and, but they do it in different ways, but it's that quiet confidence. It's a, hey, listen, I'm going to look around and I just trust that that guy is going to lead us in the right direction. And I, I vividly remember watching the game against Missouri and early in that game, we're taking a look at, you know, I think he kind of ran out of the pocket and broke it down play and just barrels over a defender. He kind of gets up and he's smiling and it's like, all right, he kind of likes that. And, you know, that's the mentality you want. Um, and that, honestly, that's the mentality that, that Mark Stoops is breeds over there. And that's why I think this team's got something special brewing in Lexington, Sean. Yeah, and, you know, they got back to what they've been really good at is the ground game. But then you watched Will. If there was a play, Peter, that was off, he followed it to me with a clutch throw. There was big throws to Wondell Robinson. Just what kind yeah. of uh, what kind of addition is that to this offense? We know we've watched Kentucky football long enough now under Mark Stoops that the passing aspect has been missing for quite some time. How dangerous yeah. is this offense now that they have both of those things working? Well, I mean, think about it. When you got Chris Rodriguez and Cavassier Smoke, you have as good of a one-two punch as really kind of anybody in the SEC as far as running backs. And now you've got playmakers and Josh Ali and, and Wandell, who might be the most electric player in the SEC right now. He's so much fun to watch in the different ways you could do it. But you, you have to put this meal together, right? They've, they've had ingredients before, but they never really had a chef like Liam Cohen who says, all right, this is how we're going to do it. You know, first week we looked at it about, hey, how many times did they actually throw the ball on first down? Well, a lot, a lot more than they did the previous two years. And 
you know, there's that trust factor that, hey, we, we can utilize play action pass. This is not going to be air raid. What it is is, hey, we know that we can run it. Our offensive line is great. We got great running backs, but now there's the threat of a deep ball from Levis that's going to be accurate and a guy and uh, Liam Cohen's who's not afraid to call passes in early you know downs and I mean that that's what these great teams can do is they can keep you on your heels and that's not something Kentucky's been able to do uh, over the last couple of years because of personnel and because of kind of you know their decisions on how they were going to call plays. Peter, you've been following this program for quite some time, and right around the launch of the SEC Network is when Mark Stoops was really starting to to kind of get his footing and find his ground there in at Kentucky. What is one thing, though, as as you look back, let's say the last five years, what is one thing, whether it be a player, whether it be a hire he made, that you think really got this program off the ground and running? You know, it's funny because when I look at that, I mean, you go back and look at Josh Allen, you go back and look at Benny Snell. I mean, some of the great players they had, Lynn Bowden. I mean, there's a bunch of guys, and I think there's not just one, and that's not a cop-out, you know, Cash Daniel. It is just finding the right guy, right? And it always kind of seems like every time I go up there – it was it was just felt like kind of a family, right? Like, you know, sometimes I go to SEC schools and other college football programs and it feels like it's a bunch of mercenaries that have just showed up and there's not, you know, the connection is I'm just making it here to the NFL and I just do my job and I check out. Like, that never feels the case in Lexington. And I think that's what I've been most impressed with. And I've seen Mark Stoops grow as a coach in his confidence. I mean, one of my favorite memories ever was SEC Media Days a couple of years ago um when you know he got off the stage and he comes behind the scenes with us on our little sec network you know offices and i can tell he's upset and i'm like coach mark what's wrong and he's like nobody's giving this team the respect they need like this is ridiculous nobody you know they they think of us in a different way and i'm like i don't normally see coaches fight for their team that way and that's why i was all in on them and, and ultimately they ended up winning 10 games that year um and i think it's just kind of what college football should be you know like this family the guy that kind of develops really good players and it's again it, it's something special in, in Lexington it's been damn fun to watch over the last couple of years yeah, and you mentioned that 10 win season Peter there's Kentucky fans right now they're dreaming of not winning nine in the regular season there's some Kentucky fans throwing out 10 and two what what do you think about that? Do you think that that's a real possibility? If if they can have some success in that middle third part of the schedule, the Florida LSU stretch, yeah. that that's where I think they really define what they do. No, I mean you go two and one there, and I think Florida and LSU are definitely games that you can win. And listen, and chaos can ensue. Right, we saw that happen a couple of years ago when South Carolina beat Georgia. But um, you know, I think there's absolutely a high ceiling for this team. I mean, listen, that game against Missouri shouldn't have been close. I mean, that game was getting ready to be 28-7, a laugher, and then just an absolute, you know, throttling in the second half. And it was just an unfortunate fumble. Um, and, and that's the one thing that, that Stoops and this team has to get over. We saw it in the Florida games where sometimes they just didn't have enough players on the field. There always seems kind of be like this governor switch on this team about how good they can be. And sometimes it feels like they're limited a little bit. And, you know, they need one of those wins coming up, whether it be Florida again or LSU, to all of a sudden go, hey, we're putting guys in the NFL. We, we play a fun style of football. Why can't we be the third best team in this conference in, in, in 2021? And I think that's well within their sights after I look at the way they've been playing. 
Yeah, they, they've been playing really good football, Peter. Uh, one thing I'm going to ask you, though, if Kentucky goes and they win nine or they win ten again, Mark Stoops' name is going to go shoot up the list for, for other jobs in college football. Now, you mentioned that you think Kentucky football is a top-ten job in the game right now. What do you think it would take for Mark Stoops to leave Lexington? And, and now that he's nine years in, I've always said, Peter, if he gets to year 10, I don't know if he ever leaves. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think that he's just – that's part of his life, right? And I think that's why all of those things that I looked at is how many, how many things are better, right? Like, you know, there was a connection. I was shocked, absolutely shocked that Florida State didn't give him a look. Like, they absolutely – um, you know, missed the boat when they didn't go after Mark, you know, the connection to Florida State, what he could build there. Um, and, you know, at some point you look at it and go, what's the quality of life, right? Like, do I want to go somewhere else? Is there somewhere else that I absolutely want to go? And maybe there is, you know, that team. But, you know, once you get there for a decade, how many coaches now can say, all right, this is who I am. This is what I love to do. And again, I, I don't think you could find 10 better places um, in, in all of college sports right now that's better than what's brewing in Lexington. And that's because of the, the leadership of, of Mitch Barnhart at the top and the city itself. And again, man, I think he's ingratiated himself to fans. And I think a lot of people I talked to lately over the last couple of years, especially after the pandemic, they realize quality of life and enjoying what you do every day is so much more important than trying to reach something that you think you want. Like, I think that's been a good grounding part for everything. And, and I hope that Stoops, you know, 10 years from now, I'm hope I'm still the anchor of the SEC network. And I'm talking about how he's going into year 20 out there in Lexington. Last thing I have for you, Peter, before we wrap up here, where should Kentucky be ranked right now? I mean, how, how big of a joke it was it in the top 25, right? I mean, that's, that's crazy to me. To me, I think they're, I think they're probably like a top, 15, 16, 17 team, you know, I mean, again, you know, a couple of unforced errors against Missouri and those top 15 teams should normally take care of business like that. And that's, and that's even Will Levis said it, not, not me. So I think they're one of the top 15 teams around 16, 17 in, in the country. That's what they should be right now. And, but honestly, it works well for them, right? That's kind of the mentality of, Hey, chip on the shoulder and that continues to drive them. And that's why they'll continue to have success this year. He's Peter Burns. Peter, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to join me here on Kentucky Daily. Anytime for you, Sean. Thanks, man.